Welcome to Love and Lead Like a Queen podcast for women. My name is Audra Renee Richardson. I am a personal leadership educator for high-performance women across the globe. I help women replace their boss hats with a crown. I went from being a teen mom on welfare to a wife, a mother of six, and a leader building my empire from the ground up. I created Love and Lead Like a Queen for women like you in mind. You are a wife, mother, a boss, and a leader that knows that she deserves more. Join me each week while we cover what it really takes to replace those boss hats with a crown. Hey, 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 it's your girl, Audra. I am so excited to be back on this episode with you all. Ladies, go ahead and grab you your favorite drink, grab your coffee, whatever. Today, I am having a exercise, okay? Because I don't know what's going on with the weather. I don't understand if what, what's, uh, the rain is either washing away or it's bringing in. But your girl and these allergies, hey, this the sinus, you know, it just does what it want to do. I was just minding my own business, and it just came, you know, stirring up all kind of things. And so, I'm going to have me a glass of um, Alka-Seltzer <laughs> because it's my business. <laughs> and we want to go ahead and, you know, drop everything that's not like God. Okay, we're going to rebuke that. Everything that's not like him, these sciences, uh-huh, we rebuke everything that's not like God, okay? All right, because that's our business. So, moving right along. So, I am so excited for this episode. We are going to discuss love. As you know, this is the Love and, like, love and Lead Like a Queen uh, podcast um, channel, and we discuss how we love and lead like a queen in our personal home in our personal life and so we will be having guests on the show to share how how does she love and lead like a queen and you know do all the things that she do as far as her business and her family and and so I'm going to read something that I found it was an article discussing uh, why you shouldn't love your kids more than your partner. And listen, I know some of you, you're going to watch this, you're going to DM me, you're going to email, some people might even text me. But um, I think it's a good question. Why you shouldn't love your kids more than your partner, okay? All right, hold on. Let me, let me take a sip of this because this is about to get really good. Okay. So, I thought about this question, um, and I can understand why it may seem that some ladies, they tend to show their children more love, or not so much of that, that they show their kids more love, it's like they always take care of the kids first, and then their spouse, um, and then themselves last. And it looked that way, because maybe she was a single mother like I was you know she was a single mother so she just so used to taking care of the kids first 
And so when you get married, and it's like, hold up, which one do I do first? And I don't think it's so much of which one I do first. I think it's who needs my attention at this time. And it may just be that you need to just attend to yourself at that moment and not the kids or the spouse, right? And so I think it's I think it's just different seasons. Um, we have different things that come up throughout the day that it may bring it may need to we may need to put our attention on the kids or our attention on our spouse at that particular time. So why you shouldn't love your kids more than your partner. Alrighty, here we go. And I actually do have um, comment from someone because we had a discussion this week about this. So I'm gonna share something she said. And so it was saying that hunger let me find it let me find let me find it because i just scrolled and i just cleared it off my screen okay so just bear with me so um so it says help your kids thrive with the latest um for, for parenting and so basically what they were saying was when um Households, when the, hold on, I'm going to just read it. The happiest overall, uh, the children's when their mothers were happy with their relationships with their male partners. So research shows that when children are seeing daily activities, um, like in the evenings, when they're seeing their parents uh, interact with their kids and interact with themselves uh, with each other it helps the kids to shape their outcome on relationships it helped them uh, you know to admire to be in a relationship and so it is healthy for the kids to see that their parents um, do put each other first even though sometimes kids can tend to want all of the attention, but it's important to have that balance in the relationship to where they see that right now it's time for me and, and mom uh, or me and dad to have some time alone. So kids do understand that, but they don't understand when you don't communicate that. And so they need to see the love and of, of course you have to love your kids um and of course you you know you're going that's a no-brainer like you're going to be there for your kids but it says here spouses don't need to be fed and dressed or have their tears dried or nowhere near as cute loving your kids is like going to school and you don't really have a choice loving your spouse is like going to college it's up to you to show up and participate i think that's amazing it's it is up to us to show up to love our spouse to be present um in whatever whatever the conversation is or whatever they need us to, to do they may not need a solution to anything they just need us to show up and so i think that's important when we show our children that hey Mom and Dad, we show up for each other, but we also show up for you. I think that's good. Somebody needed that today. Hey, that's powerful. Go ahead and take your sip because I need one too. 
Okay. Moving along. So I want to hear your, your, your thoughts and stuff. So in the comments, please put why you think it's important for, um, why you think it's important for kids to see, to model that love before them and why you shouldn't love your kids more than your partner. If you don't agree, hey, we'll love to, we'll love to hear why you disagree with that. Uh, one of the things that my husband always said, even when we were dating, in the process of dating um, and being uh, engaged, he said, listen, social media is great, family and friends around us is great, but I want to be happy in my marriage. I want us to be happy. I want us to love each other, like seriously not to be don't we're not going to fake with one another we're not going to pretend for anyone for anything i know storms are going to come in our relationship storms are going to come they always do no matter what whether you're single or married but one of the things he always say at the end of the day and at the beginning of the day he is like listen i want to be in love in love. There's a difference to just say, oh, I love you, I love you, but I want to be in love with you, in love with you. I want you to be in love with me. And anytime that we begin to, may begin to feel like we are not in love, then something went wrong. We need to stop and examine and see where did we stop being in love? What happened? What did we do? What did we not do? And so I think that's very, very important that we examine not only ourselves, but examine our relationships and to know that love is powerful. Actually, I have a scripture. If you know me, I'm all about love. Um, I'm all about um, loving myself, loving God, loving others. Uh, that's something that my mother put in all of us uh, siblings. It's love. Um, and so, you know, I'm going to give you the word of God because the word of God is truth. I may tell you something that is true, but the only thing that can stand alone is the word of God. And so no matter what, I'm going to always give you the truth. So in first Corinthians 16 and 14, let all that you do be done in love. Everything. I'll give you one more. Um, and I won't read the whole thing, but 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 tells us, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. And so I will let you continue. I want you to go read that scripture because that scripture is powerful. It has every um, everything really about love. It tells us that love bears all things, believes all things, hope all things, endures all things. Love can get us through everything, anything that we're going through. Love can get us through that because God is love. So, all right, moving right along because I didn't come to preach to you today. I may give you a word, but I didn't come to preach to you. All righty. So, so when we are discussing love and how love, how we want love to show up for us, and for us to walk in love, but also in our home, how we want it to show up for our children and for our, with our spouse. But how do you um, desire and want to walk in love in the workplace, 
in the business because I think you can't separate it. Like you can't just say, okay, love, let me take you off. Now I got to go to work and now I go to work and then I can just act like everyone else and I can have an attitude and I can roll my eyes and my neck and tell you all. But if I'm truly walking in love, there's no way that I can go and uh, portray to be someone else um, outside of the home and then someone else inside the home. I think it shows up wherever you go and that's being truly authentic of who you are and so um i hear women do say that um it is challenging sometimes to show like the feminine side of you in the workplace because um it's shown as weakness as women as being weakness so we use our masculine energy in the workplace and then when we come home we tend to forget to take that hat off and to walk in that masculine energy even inside the home so now you have you using that masculine energy and your husband trying to use it now you're bucking heads and now the kids are looking at you and saying what's going on and so I like to talk to women and show them that their feminine energy can also get them results don't don't think that um, that you have to use that masculine energy to always get things done, especially in your relationships. A man want you to be the woman. He want you to use that feminine energy. It's attractive when a woman uses her feminine energy for the good. For the good in relationships, he loves to take control. He loves he loves to see that um, you allow him to show up for you and to be the man that he is supposed to be in your life. And so, I think that's very good. I just I think I just helped save someone today when they come home from work. They're going to come in and they're going to use all that feminine energy, honey. And you might get your feet rubbed tonight. Hey, you might even go half on a baby. I don't know. I don't know. Drink up, honey. Drink up. You're going to need all your energy. Okay? Hello. All right. Moving right along. Moving right along. So, so I do um, thinking we're going to have some ladies on the podcast and on the YouTube channel to to give us their point of view of in the workplace in corporate America um, how they have had to use their masculine energy could they use their feminine energy were they able to use it at home is it like oh my gosh you know I have to learn to go back and forth or you know so we're gonna we're gonna we're going to talk about those things on the show. So I just say, hey, ladies, go ahead. If you follow me on social media, go ahead and leave a comment. DM me. The team will get it. I want to hear from you. I want to hear from the community. What are your thoughts? What do you think about it? Love. Love in the workplace. Loving, loving your home. Is it easy to love? Do you think, ladies, that as a high-performance woman... Is it easy for our uh, spouse to love us? Or do we make it challenging because we're so busy, our mind is on 
um, get into the next level. Our mind is on the next assignment or your mind it may be on clients or the products or whatever it is that you do. Do we make it sometimes challenging for a man to love us how we need to be loved? That's a good question. And we're going to talk about it on the next episode. So y'all go ahead. Have you a great day? Remember, walk in love. Don't try to be... Hey, 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 it's your girl, Audra back for another episode. I am so excited to be with you again this week. I have something just really fun and excited to talk about, but let's just talk about your girl is ready to get away for the weekend. You know how sometimes you just feel like I've had enough. I've been feeling like snatching up them kids because if they ask me for one more thing, you know, you know, sometimes you just feel like that, you know, don't act like you ain't never been snatched up. Like my parents used to snatch us up, you know, real quick, not abuse. Don't y'all come over here talking about abuse and all that. I'm talking about, you know, that just, just this gentle snatch, like get it together. Okay. <laughs> so, all right, let's, let's go on in. Let's talk about it. We're going to talk about. Um, of course, love, because that's what we're here to do. Love and lead like a queen. You already know. But love, have you ever experienced falling in love with either a person or something um, that you're compassionate about? Uh, maybe that's your workplace. Maybe that's some uh, project that you're working on. But have you fell in love with something that you shouldn't have? something that you thought or someone that you thought that you love and you thought they loved you and it's like mm, I don't know about that let's try that again yes let's talk about that ladies let's talk about what did you do or did you ignore the red flags you know I've been seeing all over social media where people are putting these the flag you know missing the red flag but I think we missed the red flag so much that you would be like, uh, did you not just see that red flag? Did you not hear it? Like it was right in front of your face. But sometimes when you fall in love with someone that may be your assignment, maybe it's a reason you come in contact with that person, but you fall in love with them, now you need to be snatched up up out of that thing, you know, just, just gone and yanked up. You know, I've been snatched up a couple of times. You know, if we just going to be real and talk about it, you know, you don't always get it right on the first try. So we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna talk about the snatched, okay? How to get snatched up out of situations. But let's talk about this love. So so have you ever, have you ever so I was reading something, I was having a actually a conversation with someone on yesterday, and we were talking about girl, I remember when I fell in love with this person. And so I'm gonna have her own um on another on the episode, I'm gonna have her on. I'm gonna interview her. But we were talk, we was having so much fun. We was talking about you know growth, you know as you're growing up and stuff. But how you fall in love, like you ignore those red flags. And she was sharing like, you know, one of her kids is going through that now of just ignoring red flags. And it's like when you've experienced and gone through something similar, you can see the red flags, and you're trying to tell your kids, hey. Wait a minute, slow down, 
that's not it, it seems like they speed up, right? They, they go even faster. And so we were talking about some of those red flags that we miss because we should believe people who they are the first time. The first time they show you who they are, the first time they say something, and then it's like they keep backpedaling and saying, oh, no, I didn't mean to say that. Remember that out of your heart speaks. Um, it, it overflows. Like it, it's you speaking from your heart. The word, the word tells us that. Like there's no such thing as, oh, no, let me take that back. I put that out there, but let me, let me grab that back. No, you said it. I heard it when you said it, and guess what? Let me go on to snatch back this right here. I'm going to take a few steps back because, yeah, I don't know about that over there. So we're going to leave that over there. So um, I want to hear. I want to hear the comments. You know, comment um, on the on the YouTube channel. Comment in the podcast. DM me. I want to hear stories of where you fell in love, you ignored the red flags, you continue to go on, and you begin to speed up in the process of falling in love in the wrong relationships. But then you had to be snatched up out of that thing, you know. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about being snatched. You know, it don't always feel good. And I'm not talking about abuse. Listen, don't come over here with all that. I am a survivor of abuse. I get it. I already know, but we're not talking about that kind of snatch. We're talking about the type of snatch where you either put yourself in a situation or you allowed yourself to fall into a situation and God had to come in and snatch you out of that situation. It didn't feel good. It didn't look good. And sometimes it don't even smell good. Hmm. Been there and done that. That thing sometimes can be all stinky and it just be like, okay, I got to start all the way over. I'm talking about starting over with everything. Start over with finances, vehicles, clothes, and you just sometimes running for your life, okay? All right? That kind of snatch, you know? And some of us, you have to snatch up your kids. You know, you might have those situations where sometimes you just feel like you just got snatched them up, help them get that whole attitude together. I don't know what it is about these kids, okay? Let's talk about these kids. They make you want to snatch them up on a whole nother level, honey. We couldn't dare say the things that we that they say to us. We couldn't even dare to even look at our parents a certain way. You don't even look like you got something that you want to say after I told you no. What's up? What's up, parents? Like, we're seeing it all over social media. Kids are thinking that they can make decisions and do what they want to do. Hold up. Your girl was at the doctor office with one of the kids okay 13 year old and the doctor's like well he's old enough to decide if he won't take the vaccine himself who allows a 13 year old to decide that they going to put something in their body who oh no sir not not here no bacon no ham no vaccine okay keep all of that over there because we make the decisions in this house but i was just shocked to hear a physician say that my child was old enough to decide to put a vaccine in his body. I don't know where you was raised. I don't know who your parents are, but my parents, <laughs> no, sir. We don't play them games. <laughs> so when we got to the car, my son was like, Mom, you know, I was like, mm, is this a trick question? Like, I'm, I'm thinking, Mom, like, you don't know my mama. Like, you really said that? I can make my own decisions. Sir, I don't even make my own decisions about what I want for dinner uh, Monday through Friday. Like, <laughs> no, sir, you would not get me in trouble. Whatever my mom say, that's what I would do. 
okay? Because we obey over here, okay? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So let's talk about this snatch. I want to hear about it, ladies. When you had to be snatched. I had to be snatched a few times, okay? I went into relationships that I shouldn't have. I went into partnerships that I shouldn't have. I went into um, relationships, friendships that I shouldn't have. The red flags were there. And just ignore it. You know, sometimes when you just have a big heart for people, it's like you love everyone. And you want to see everyone win. But you ignore the red flags. And so we have to believe what people say, who they are, um, and not ignore those red flags. And so I had to be snatched up. I had to be snatched up. I had to start my whole life over. I had to be snatched up out of friendships. I've had, you know, and it hurt. Let's just be honest. Let's be real. It hurts when you when god has to come in and snatch you up as as far as chastising you and saying hey i told you that this is not good for you i told you not to do this i told you not to touch this i told you that this um that's not the the person that you're supposed to partner with in this season now he gotta come in and clean all this stuff up y'all know how it is when your kids make a mess and then you gotta go help clean it up and you didn't do it and you told them not to do it that's kind of how god is with us he's tired of us doing things that we that he told us not to do but we take our little fancy self on over there thinking that we are big enough and we're better enough and that we just anointed to touch any and everything no when pandemic, I'm sitting down, quit touching stuff. Okay, y'all, I'm looking at this water over here. This water looking at me, it's been looking at me for about two hours. I'm looking at it. I need to drink some water. Okay, hello. All right, let's move along. Moving along, let's talk about this leading. Leading, yes, we're loving thee like a queen. We we talk about it, we discuss it. I help my clients to do that, but leading like a queen, who are you leading? Or trying to lead that you're not supposed to be leading this season sometimes we marry and when I use the word marry it's not always a relationship but we um, tend to take on relationships partnerships friendships whatever word you want to put there in that blank that's a that's a big long blank you fill in the blank with the word that you need to fill it in with hello but who are we or are we trying to lead that we're not assigned to we have to know the season that we're in. Is this an assignment for me? Am I supposed to marry this assignment? Because sometimes we're not supposed to. Sometimes we take on things just because that's who we are. We want to provide a solution for everyone. We want to want to help everyone. But we're in a season that we need to declutter um, things in our life. We need to prioritize. And we need to know. Am I called to lead this group of people? Am I called to lead people um, in this situation? Who am I at the table with? A lot of us have been building platforms and building tables um, that sometimes we were supposed to sit at the table in another area, in another location, and we got up from that table because of the people that was at the table or we felt like that we didn't um, understand and that we didn't understand the language listen ladies you may not understand the language at every table but you should know what you bring to the table 
what the people bring that's at the table and if it's something that you don't understand that means there's time there's a space for you to grow that means you should be learning you should not be the smartest one in the room nor at that table if you're the smartest one in the table and you're the the only one at that table that's always giving value you're in a room that is too small for you you're in the, you're in another room it's time to go to the next room you know, when you're when you're in a in a building, you have to get to the room that you're getting to. You may pass many, many rooms. Know the room that you're supposed to go in and the table that you're supposed to sit at in this season. Continue to grow. Never limit yourself and put yourself in a box. That's one thing that we have to do and make sure we don't get complacent. We don't get um just relaxed and just comfortable this is a season for us to activate everything that's down in the inside of us and to put put fire underneath us and even the people that we're at the table with to hold each other accountable um i was talking to someone on yesterday and sharing with them that i think that you are um not i wouldn't say afraid but i think that accountability to this individual um, has felt like they're getting us in trouble, like someone is um, disciplined now. And that's not what accountability is. Accountability should, is holding you accountable for something that you said that you want, something that you said that you want to do. So we have to be careful of saying that, hey, I want this fish, I want this goal, I want to reach this, I want to do that. But then the person that you told that to, you don't want them to hold you accountable. You need to be clear on what you want. And when you speak it, someone should hold you accountable for that. You should be holding yourself accountable for that. If, if, if that's not the case, then don't tell someone that you have these goals and dreams then you don't. You don't have them. It just sounds good. You just think that you're supposed to do that because everyone else around you is doing it. But you don't want what it takes to get to that next level. Don't get comfortable. It's not a time or season to get comfortable in this season. It's time to move past your fears, to move forward, to get snatched up by the situations that we put ourselves in or we allow someone to put us in and to go forth in this season. So, hey, y'all, that's all I got for this season. Move along, because, listen, your girl is trying to find somewhere to go just chill. Put on my feet, have a little fun with kids, laugh, and, you know, everything else. Look at my man. But, hey, y'all have a good weekend. I'll see you next week.